0: It's good to be able to look back and uh, see the faithfulness of God. It's good not just to touch, not just to look, not just to pass through, but to stay in, to remain, to dwell, to abide, to take residence. Because really, that's what gets you rooted and grounded. Mm. It's good to just you know, take Walks and say, Oh, do you exercise? And say, Oh, yeah, I get some exercise. I walk, but it's another thing to actually walk out to do it not just as a small, regular thing, but to do it intentionally, to do it deliberately, and to do it not just for a short while, but to do it for a long while. Then you begin to feel it. That's when it matters because it's not just for, work, for one minute, two minutes, three minutes. Is a consistent thing. You are dwelling in it. You are staying in it. You are staying on it. Spiritual fitness. Exercises for spiritual fitness. Our text, Ephesians 6, 10 to 24. Ephesians 6, 10 to 24. The memory verse, 1 Timothy 4, 7b to 8. But before we do that, let us pray. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, that thou wouldest rent the heavens. That thou wouldest come down. Lord, open up the heavens and come down. Lord, let the mountains melt at your presence. Let the mountains quake at your presence. As when the melting fire burns and causes the waters to boil. Lord, come down. Come down like fire. Mm. Lord, come down like an earthquake. Okay. Make the mountains to shake. Mm. Destroy the mountains, the oppositions, the troubles. Lord, cause your fire to burn. Make known your name unto your adversaries. Lord, do awesome things, O Lord, unimaginable things. Beyond, O Lord, what we can figure out. For indeed, you have reserved marvelous things for those who trust in you, for those who wait for you, for those who love you. I'm asking in the name of Jesus, by the power of your word, as you spoke to Israel, as you spoke to your people on Mount Sinai, when you call them for a meeting, when you call them for a conversation, even as you have called us for a conversation, for a meeting today, speak to us, for your word is alive and powerful. Sharper than anything let your word reach to our heart. Let your word reach to every area of our lives in the name of Jesus and do marvelous things by your word, by your spirit. Give us concentration and focus in Jesus name. Amen. First Timothy four, seven b to eight, it says, rather exercise yourself toward godliness for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having the promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. That's New King James Version. And New Living Translation puts it this way. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and the life to come. That's New Living Translation. Now the Amplified says, On the other hand, You know, the first one says rather. The second one says instead. And this one says, on the other hand, discipline yourself. Exercise yourself, train yourself, discipline yourself. For the purpose of godliness, keeping yourself spiritually fit. For physical training is of some value. But godliness, spiritual training is of value in everything and in every way. Since it holds promise for the life for the present life, and for the life to come. Amen. Now, I want us to just read together uh, the first one, which is the New King James Version. Exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having the promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Let's do it again. Exercise yourself toward godliness. For bodily exercise, profit a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having the promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Amen. Now, we look at uh, the scripture prayer prompter. We look at two of them. Ephesians 3, 14 to 19, basically, is, um, is a prayer. So, we're just going to personalize that. And that is um, Ephesians three fourteen to 19. So let's do this together. For this reason, I bow my knees to the father of of my Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant me, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in my inner man, that Christ may dwell in my heart through faith, that I, being rooted And granted in love. May be able to comprehend. With all the saints. What is the width. And length and depth and height. That I may know the love of Christ. Which passes knowledge. That I may be filled. With all the fullness of God. Amen. And uh, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things. Through Christ. Who strengthens me. Lord you strengthen me. I can do all things because you strengthen me. Without you, I can do nothing. But because of your strength and because you will strengthen me, I can do all things. Mm. Yes, I can do it. Yes, because you strengthen me. Mm. I can face it. Yes. Yes, I can stand. Yes. I can walk. Yes. I can speak. Yes. I can prevail. Yes, I can succeed. Yes, I can do well. Yes, because you strengthen me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Spiritual fitness. Exercises for spiritual fitness. What do you need to be spiritually fit? What do you need to be spiritually strong? The first thing you need. Is to be spiritually alive. It's those who are spiritually alive that can be spiritually strong or fit. If you are not spiritually alive, forget about being spiritually strong. Because it's those who are born again, who are alive, that can be spiritually strong. In 1 Timothy 4, 7b, the scripture that we just went through, the instruction of the Holy Spirit is, Train yourself to be godly. Train yourself to be godly. You don't need to train to be ungodly. You don't need to train to be ungodly, but to be godly. You see, you don't need to do anything for things to go wrong. Things will just go wrong. But for things to go right, to do good, you got to do something. How do you train yourself to be godly? How do you train yourself to be spiritual? How do you train yourself to be spiritually fit or to be strong? There are three major Exercises or sacrifices that Jesus taught his disciples. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus Christ said, When you give, when you pray, when you fast. Those are the three major spiritual sacrifices or exercises that we need to engage with to be strong. Giving, praying, fasting. Why do I need to be spiritually strong? Why do you need to be spiritually strong? Why do you need to be strong? If I ask you why do you need to be physically strong, I'm sure you will tell me. From Ephesians 6, 10 to 13, we can see the main main reasons why we need to be spiritually fit. You know, for physical fitness, some people, especially young people, want it so that they can look good. That they can show off their muscles. But spiritual fitness looks at things differently. So in Ephesians 6, 10 to 13, we learn some reasons why we need to be spiritually fit. The first one is so that you can stand against the satanic schemes or strategies or temptations. You need to be spiritually strong because the battle is spiritual. The battle is not physical. The battle is spiritual. So you need to be spiritually strong. If it's a physical wrestling, if it's a physical fight, then, yeah, now go and train in the gym, the physical gym. Then you can be physically fit and to fight. But this one is spiritual fitness. So you, go, you need a, a spiritual gym. is a gym, a spiritual gym. So you need to be spiritually strong because the battle is spiritual. Your battle is spiritual. Another reason you need to be spiritually strong is that it's not good enough to just be able to stand against satanic schemes. You, you, are, we are also, you are also commanded to destroy the works of the devil. So not just to resist the devil or not just to stand against the devil, but to destroy the works of the devil. To overcome. Amen. You also need to be spiritually strong so that you can walk in obedience to God. Can walk in obedience to God. Jesus at Gethsemane prayed for the strength to go through the cross. Sometimes in your life you have to pray for strength to just obey him. God asks you to forgive somebody and the person has hurt you so much. And you can't just in your own mind think of forgiving that person. But you know that God has commanded you to forgive. So what do you do? You cry to God and say, Lord Help me. Lord, help me. Give me the grace. Lord, help me. Give me the grace. You cry to God. You pray that the Lord will make you stronger to obey him. Amen. Another reason you need to be strong, to be spiritually strong, is that you can endure hardship or persecution or affliction or rejection or position so that you don't get discouraged when you are spiritually strong, spiritually. You can go through anything. Because Christ strengthens you. I can do all things because Christ strengthens me. Amen. Spiritual fitness is profitable. is useful. is beneficial for all things. For all things. Not just for spirituality of spiritual things, but for physical things, for psychological things, for emotional, financial things, mental things, for all things. Did you hear that? spiritual fitness is useful profitable good beneficial for all things so you don't say oh spiritual fitness is only for spiritual things spiritual fitness is for all things helps you in every area spiritual fitness is profitable for all things